Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Today, we are going to talk about the job market, and getting a job in today's economy. I have noticed many of my clients are stressed out, and it has to do with a lot of the fear that is out there, especially on LinkedIn right now, regarding what the state of the job market is, how difficult it might be to get a job, and different layoffs and things that have happened. And so today's episode, we are going to share some specific data based on the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. So we'll have some true facts to go off of. And then we'll also go over three steps that you can take right now, things you can do today to help you show up more powerfully and get a job you love and do it your way with soul, with that alignment to yourself. The key is about focusing on what is in your power, what you can do, and I'll give you three specific steps that you can take right now so you're taking charge of your career and moving it forward. So that is where we are going today. And before we dive in, we will do our work win. And today I am celebrating one of my clients. He is a manager and a career professional, and he also has his own business as an accountant. And guess what? He just got two new clients and he's onboarding them as we speak for his accounting business. And I am thrilled for my client. Congratulations on this shift. And it wasn't It wasn't the easiest to get to where he is. It took a lot of courage on his part. He's been making some major shifts in terms of how he sets boundaries and how he shows up and what he will and will not tolerate in terms of work partnerships. Y'all, we train other people in how they can treat us. And this client has done some major work in setting boundaries, saying no to opportunities because they just didn't align with what he wanted. They weren't the type of business that he was called to work in. And they honestly didn't have the best work environment. And he said no, turned down opportunities and had the faith that in so doing, he could create more of what he wanted and it worked. He now has these two new clients that are matching the niche that he wants to be helping and that he's excited to be supporting. So I am so thrilled for my client for taking the time to set boundaries, to stick to them and to show up so he can create his own business in a way that he loves. What I often find with my clients who are either business owners or growing side hustles as they're in their day job, what I often find is they get so focused on wanting to grow their business that they forget about growing the business that they want to grow. They just think about how do I get a client? How do I get a sale? And it's not focused on them. And so one of my key things that I often work on with business owners and entrepreneurs is, okay, 
Don't forget, you're not just building a business to build a business. You're building a business that aligns with you, that matches what you're trying to create in this world, that lets you express yourself and your soul's desires as you go. This is how we use our careers, our businesses as a spiritual journey. And so don't forget that piece of it when you're growing your business, because you don't want to be years later with a successful business that that was never what you wanted to create in the first place. Don't get stuck on the wrong path because you don't stop to think about what you truly are trying to build. Don't delay having the business you want until you're farther along when you can already be making moves right now to make your business match and reflect who you are and what you want to bring to this world. This client that I'm celebrating today is a true representation and example of this. And if he can do it, so can you. So everyone listening, let this be that sign to you that you can also have this. And if you want to work together in a one-on-one capacity, feel free to reach out by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. Okay, now we will get into today's topic all about the job market. And I'm going to start by sharing some facts. And so the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics puts out reports based on what's happening in the job market. And and this is specific to the U.S. And what it showed was in August, there were 315,000 jobs that were added. And 68,000 of those came from the business and professional services sector. And so we can interpret this data however we want, but that is the fact of it. Those jobs were added. The data also talks about how in July, we had nearly twice as many job openings as there were unemployed workers to fill them. And so what this also shows us is it's not necessarily that there aren't enough jobs out there. It's that there is a bit of a mismatch in terms of the type of job openings that there are and the types of jobs people are looking for. And so while we do have a strong job market with many job openings out there and available for us, the key is how do we get one that matches what we want? If you look on LinkedIn, you'll often see people posting about layoffs that have happened and dilemmas in terms of getting getting roles and getting jobs. And while I have so much respect and appreciation for anyone out there in the job search journey, I get that it can be hard. But what I want to point out is if you're on LinkedIn and you're noticing post after post of people saying, I've lost my job. I need help. What do I do about it? And you're making that mean, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to find a job. You're missing the point of social media. You're missing the point of LinkedIn. It's not, it's not there for you to use as a commiseration tool to say, woe is me, to pull yourself down, to get you stuck feeling small. We want to help ourselves use our LinkedIn and social media, whatever it is you're using to move forward in your job search, we want to use it to lift us up, not tear us down. And so often I see clients telling me how hard it is right now to get a job. And I ask them how they know that to be true. And they'll point to their social media feed. Well, guess what? The way our brain is designed is to look out for danger. 
And so what often happens on social media is the posts that get the most traction are the ones that indicate danger or pain or suffering because it is how we've been evolved to see things. We focus there first. And so even if you had an equal number of posts exclaiming celebrations about jobs and woes about losing jobs, the ones that would likely get the most traction would be the ones about losing the job because those are the ones that were trained from an evolutionary perspective to seek out. Our brain is designed to pick up on the posts that don't support or show a thrilling, fulfilling market. And so if you notice, oh my God, it seems like everything's going down, everyone's getting laid off, no one has a job, I want you to take a moment to think about, wait a minute, what are the facts here? The fact is I saw this post on LinkedIn. And even if you scroll through your LinkedIn feed and most of them are stories about the problems out there, is that a representation of the entire market? No. Just like how if you turn on the news, you'll see all of the sad, scary, terrible things happening out there, and you could think, oh my God, the world's going to hell. Yeah, all of those things might and are happening, and yet it's not highlighting all the good that's happening. So we get this lopsided story because we're only seeing the data that we're being presented. We're not being presented all of the data. And then we have confirmation bias, which is this principle in psychology about how we look to support the stories we've already formed. And so we start seeing the news or go on LinkedIn and see all these posts about how hard it is right now to get a job. And then that becomes the story that we have. And then we try to confirm the story by looking for other posts or articles that support the story our brains already come up with. And it's not like we're doing this on purpose. It's the way our brains have been designed. We we didn't evolve to try to give every piece of data an equal shot. No, our, our brain wants to make sense of the world. And the way it does that is through the interpretations around these different situations it's presented with. It looks for data to support what it's already found to be right. And what that does is it puts this bias out there of reconfirming over and over again something that you saw as opposed to actively trying to disprove it. So when the brain's looking to be right, it's not like it's looking for the ultimate right answer. It's looking to be right in terms of supporting the story it's already created and making that story be what's right. Reality is in the eyes of the beholder. We've heard this before. And what that is getting at is this bias effect that happens. And so we've talked about two different things here. We first talked about how our brain is designed to seek out danger because it wants to know how to keep itself safe by knowing what to not get in front of. It's running on that operating system. And then second, we spoke about that confirmation bias in which the brain is trying to then reconfirm those stories. If we put these two principles together, what you get is the perfect case to see disaster around every corner and to support that as truth in in what's happening. When the reality is 
a lot of this is the constructs that our brain created. And that's why looking at data can be really helpful. Now, the dilemma with data is it's not in the numbers that our emotions are often created. It's in the interpretation of the numbers. So if we look at the data I presented earlier, that 315,000 jobs were added, or we could even add some more data. Employers this year have added three and a half million jobs so far. And in July, there were twice as many job openings as there were unemployed workers to fill them. These are all data points. And you could say whatever you want about them. And Depending on the story your brain wants to convey, it will twist them to work in your favor or against you. Our job market, yes, there is this mismatch happening regarding the types of jobs that are out there and the positions people are wanting. Yes, this does make it a little more complex than just saying, hey, you have this many job openings and this many people seeking to fill them. There is some out of balance happening. And so what can we as individual career professionals do about it? And that's truly the power of today's episode. There is opportunity out there. There is room for career growth. And we can see the data and say, okay, that's what's happening. And what do I want to do about it? How can I help myself through it? What steps can I take now to help myself move forward in this job market? And so I want to share with you three steps that you can do today to help yourself forward. First and foremost, revamp your resume. Here's the thing. We get on LinkedIn and we see all of the people with their open to work sign on their picture and what they're looking for. And you look at their profile and you see all their skills and it's easy to get bogged down and think, what do I have to offer? What is it that makes me different? And to feel like you're just one of the masses competing with everyone else with the same experience for the same job. But honestly, that is not the truth of it. We each have our own unique perspective and value to offer. And the more you help yourself see it in yourself, the easier it will be for hiring managers, for recruiters, for your interviewers to see it in you as well. And the first step to do that is to revamp your resume. Now, people hear me say that and they roll their eyes or they feel this sense of dread because it feels so boring. Like, it's almost like I say work on your resume and people automatically yawn or they turn their brain off and they think of something else to do because it feels like this really monotonous task. And resume writing can be monotonous when we think of it as the necessary evil, as something we have to do to get a job. And here we go. We're working on the resume again. And it feels really tedious. But I would invite for you to not use the resume as this necessary evil or monotonous task. Instead, see it as a self-coaching opportunity. It's a chance for you to see your own value. Use it that way. It's not about 
trying to position yourself so that every job you apply for wants to hire you. No, it's about you seeing you. It's about shining the light on yourself and seeing your own reflection of what you bring to a company in a position you would love to have. And so when I say revamp your resume, I am not saying tailor every single resume for every job you apply for using whatever words they use and making it a perfect match based on what they put out there. No, I'm saying start with you. What do you offer? What do you want? What type of role excites you? What would make it so that you enjoy going to work? What would make it so you feel alive in the office? What would allow you to feel tapped into who you are and express it? When you answer those questions, notice, okay, for me to do that, for me to get that, what would somebody want in my experience? And then once you have those answers, say, okay, how does my experience represent that? If I already had that experience and I just haven't been seeing it, How would I talk about my background? How is it that my background might already reflect those very same experiences that I believe they would want me to have for me to get the role that I love? This is very different than saying, tailor your resume for each position. It's saying, tailor your resume to match what you want, considering the company's desires in that. It creates your resume as a win-win opportunity for you to show up as you and match that to a company that you love. And you won't need to overly tweak your resume every single time when you do this because what'll happen is you'll end up with clarity on the type of position you truly want. And then you'll be applying for positions that match that as opposed to every position under the sun. And because of that, the tweaks you make to your resume, you might still make a couple based on the specifics of that job and what you want to highlight in yourself, but it would be very minimal. It's not like you're redoing your resume for every single position. And this makes the resume writing process not monotonous, but self-discovery. Not tedious, but transformative. Because it gets you tapped into you and showcasing it. And guess what? It is some of the best prep for interviews, which brings me to step two, how to prepare for your interviews. Now, I could go into this topic and speak on it for hours. And in fact, I have a course coming up soon that will dive into everything you need to prep for your interviews. But for the sake of today's podcast, here's what I want to offer you for prepping for those interviews. I invite for you to practice your responses to those interview questions out loud. Because when you hear yourself say your answer, it's very different than just writing it on paper. Writing it on paper can feel almost detached from yourself because you, you see yourself write it and you, you see the words there, but you don't necessarily feel it the same way. And when you hear yourself say it, the tone of your voice, it will indicate to you your own energy. It'll cue you to your current confidence level. And in that way, you can say, wow, I I sounded really hesitant there. And so record yourself as you practice 
your responses out loud, not just to hear what you say, but to hear how you say it. And the truth is our sound waves, it's energy in itself. And so the way you say things can transform your actual energetic state. In the same way we turn on music to lift us up or to get us out of a funk or to help us get really introspective or to help us focus or whatever it might be, we use sound to create change in our own energy and we can do this with our own voice as well. Think about the tone you're using when you're saying your responses out loud. Imagine how you would say the same thing that you're saying if you were tapped into your confidence, connected to your truth, and believing in your value. Channel that aspect of you. Speak from that place, and your tone itself will move you. And it will help you show up in that interview positioned as that expert authority, which puts you in a collaborative win-win type of space in your interview. And so that is one incredible way to prep for those interviews. And then the third step I want to speak with you about is your LinkedIn. You want to position that LinkedIn to demonstrate your unique expertise. Because we are not here with the same experience competing for the same jobs, even though it might look like that at the surface level. The truth is we each have unique attributes. I'm not just talking about professionally the degree you got or the background you have. I'm also talking about your character, your unique way, your unique perspective, how you convey yourself, how you carry yourself. Those all have value as well and help yourself showcase your value by positioning your LinkedIn from a place that's connected to who you are. Be a person on your LinkedIn. Sometimes we get so focused on wanting to get a job that we become very salesy in the way we approach our LinkedIn to the point where we aren't human anymore. We're just trying to push ourselves onto people. It can come across as desperate. But when you're tapped into your unique edge and what you value, and from that also your own persona and who you are, and you bring that into your LinkedIn, especially that about me section, People feel you. They connect to you as a human, as a person. And that in itself helps you stand out because it's you actually being you, your unique self of who you are. So to recap those steps, revamp that resume, prep for interviews, position your LinkedIn to demonstrate that unique expertise that you value. And remember the way the job market looks depends on the facts that your mind has decided to focus on and how it's interpreted those facts more so than the actual state of things. Remember the way we evolved doesn't always support a thriving perspective. And remind yourself, regardless of the market, there are things you can do. And we just covered three of them in today's episode. And if you want to dive into the specifics for crafting your about me, and you want guidance on how to do that on your LinkedIn or how to respond to specific interview questions with confidence, 
and with the language and energy that makes you stand apart from others. And you want to revamp that resume from a place connected to your truth so that you get a job you want, not just the job you apply for, but that they're connected, that you're a match. Join me in one-on-one coaching. Go to believeseed.com slash coaching to learn more and to get your consult with me scheduled. I also have a ton of free resources available on my website. This has just released. It's believeseed.com slash free, and you are going to find masterclasses there available for you for free. Uh, My ebook is up there, so it's easy for you to get as well, so you can learn more about confidence in the workplace. And then you'll also find articles from my blog there too, as well as the link to get that free consult scheduled. So you have all of the resources that you need. Remember, in this job market, there are things that you can do on your LinkedIn, with your resume, and as you prep for those interviews so you can get a job you want. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.